Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, the top one here is the Astros get going as they look to defend their championship. They're down in West Palm Beach. Why? By the way, you heard the promos, you've heard us tell you. Payne and Pendergast, they will be down there 27th uh, through the uh, early part of March. So, uh, stay tuned for that. We'll get uh, we'll get plug- they'll be plugged in, and we'll get all the info from them moving forward as they're down there. Uh, but one of the, the talking points from last week, Dana Brown, the general manager, talking about uh, openly talking about wanting Altuve and Bregman uh, to uh, to be Astros for life. Well, both of them responded uh, uh, to, uh, to to their general manager. This was Jose Altuve talking about. Uh, Staying here uh, and playing here with the Astros for the rest of his career. Yeah, no, uh, I think I like when he said that. Obviously, you know, I've been all my career here, and I hope to to retire here. So I think we are in the same page. Yeah, happy to play with my teammates in Houston with my friends, like I always say. All right, same page. This was Bregman. Bregman uh, responds to his general manager Dana Brown uh, about them being Astros for life. I mean, um, yeah, he said uh, him and Scott are going to talk, and yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I love Houston. I love the people. Um, I love my teammates. I love this uh, the city. Um, just it's, it's meant a lot to me and, and my family. And I don't have any update on that, uh, but um, him and Scott are him and Scott are going to talk, and I'll, I'll Scott will tell me when, whenever they do. All right, Clint. Do you feel this uh, that that these guys should be Astros for life? Is that is that the route you go with both of them? Yeah. Look, I I think they should be. I think they want to be, uh, and ultimately, I think they end up getting getting deals done at some point in time to keep them here, um, the the rest of their career. I I, I, I get the, I get a I mentioned earlier on the, um, uh, Kyle Tucker front. Like I, I just don't feel. Like, I don't get good feels when I hear him talk. I get great feels when I hear Altuve and Bregman talk about the city of Houston, about being here the rest of their career, about the people, about the clubhouse. Like, I, I just – I feel really good about it. So, yeah, I, look, I, I think they – I think both parties want to get it done and and want it to happen. So, yeah, I think it, I think it ends up happening. And I'm here for it, absolutely. You're here for it. I, and I want to get this perspective from both of you and the trailer will and frame text line. Because I'm just I'm, – I'm the way that I – I, I feel, especially from the fan base, I feel like Altuve is different from Bregman. Like, I, I feel like Altuve is, I don't I mean, I don't even care how much he diminishes. Like, I just, like, I don't want to ever see him in a, you know, a, a, a different team. I don't ever want to see him in a yeah. pirate uniform. I don't ever want to see him, you know, uh, you know, in a cub uniform. I don't get the is 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 Breckman to that same level? Like I'm I'm, I'm literally learning from the the fans. Like I, I think fans like if they ever had to see Altuve go somewhere, I think fans would be willing to trade in some losses, some wins to keep Altuve there. Is is Breckman the same the same vein? Because I think Altuve is the best player yeah. in the history of the the franchise. So I, I think you just answered your own question. Like no, I, I don't think I think yeah. I think you, you had what you just said the best player in franchise history. And then the the kind of guy he is, how he came up, how likable he is, what he's accomplished, how long he's been here. Um, I think Altuve's in a league of his own for that for that particular conversation. Yeah. 
Um, but I, I don't I don't think for this conversation as it relates to both of them being life astro lifers, I, I think they're I think they're both they're both neck and neck with with I would imagine the fan base wanting them to be be astro lifers and finish their career here. That's interesting. See, I could see I could see Altuve by any means necessary. Like I, I think the Yankees traded in wins with Jeter. Like, I think they could have upgraded that position. Jeter, especially defensively as a shortstop towards the end, wasn't able to do the same things that he used to to do. I, I think that the Cardinals could have upgraded over Yadier Molina, especially offensively over the years. But I feel, I feel like, man, we'll trade in some wins because we those guys are the franchise. I, I get that from Altuve. Yeah. I, I get that from Altuve. Well, you Bregman, wonder how I, much. Bregman feels more to me like they've, like they've done like Springer. Well, I think it depends on how long. I mean, obviously, there's there's factors, right? I mean, if Altuve wants to play longer than – what's my man that ain't been in an athletic club and, and ain't even down the door? Yeah, I mean, if he wants to do the a pool host, then that, that's a different deal. <laughs> well, I mean, just when, when your career is clearly over, if you want to continue to hang on and continue to – then that's that's a different deal. I'm just talking about as long as these guys are, are good players, good to great players in this league – I, I think I think it it would be in their best interest and and the Astros' best interest if they ended their careers um, as as Astros. I, look, I, I think there's you mentioned Jeter and, and and I don't know so much about Molina, but definitely Jeter. Like there's to me, there's so much more that these guys bring to the table that that the there if there is a, well well I mean it's just like they're a bigger part of winning and sustaining winning and things of that nature than just by what they do on the field. I mean they're like. I just believe that there's there's I don't and I don't know how to I don't know how you gauge that I don't know how you measure it, but there's a certain level of yeah when Altuve starts to slip a little bit and he's no longer the leadoff in this lineup which if the lineup's still this this damn good then you can you can weather the storm of Altuve being at the bottom of it but if if that happens like you got to weigh in the fact of what Altuve brings to this team in the clubhouse and and that kind of thing it's got to weigh in to some degree and so I could see I, how it'd be very very fair to think. I'd rather keep him, even though he's slipping. I'd rather keep him than to see him in a Boston Red Sox uniform. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I don't know. I get the, the again same if he's pot bellied running back across the damn running back across the diamond. That's a different deal. But as long as he's playing competitively and 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 playing the game the way we know he can, hell yeah, he needs to be an Astro. Or, or he had that that little problem he had a couple years ago. Where he couldn't throw the ball to first base. Well, get those hiccups or what, <laughs> what they call what with the yips. The yips. Yeah, and he nah, had that little right. issue there. Now. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see when 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 you see how this thing goes down. But I, I do think those two are in different uh, different places. Big three and three, number two. All right, Clint. This is this is one I I think it's interesting to to potentially get get worried about here and it, not worried about here in terms of if you get you know if it'll bother Kyle Tucker. I'm just thinking about worried about if Kyle Tucker is going to be here long term and. Listen, we all understand our arbitration happened. He lost his case, and the Astros won. Uh, they were about $2 million apart. The Astros uh, thought he should be in the $5 million range. He thought in the seventh, and uh, they went with the Astros. He'll be making in the $5 million, uh, million this year. This was him speaking to the media about his contract, contract talks uh, with the Astros this offseason. I mean, it's a little tough, um, just because you know you you know I've been here for a while now, and you know I come up, come in here every day, and you know put in the work, and you know try and you know have a lot of success to the team, and you know try and win you know championships, and have success during the regular season, playoffs, and stuff. So, 
Or that that was him saying it's been a little tough. Uh, just just based off what he had to say, Clint, uh, I, 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 I don't think he's thrilled by how, how this thing worked out in terms of, of what he's getting paid for what he has done. This guy has finished in the top 20 of the MVP race the last two years and was as they started doing this all-MLB team. He was second team, all-MLB, won a gold glove as well this year. Uh, I, I wonder if if the Astros are going to be willing to pay him what he is going to be worth, Clint, because I don't see uh, Kyle Tucker doing any kind of discount. I think Kyle Tucker is going to try to get market value for his service. Yeah, and, and he should. I mean, he's that good. He's he's that young at that age where where he's got to he's got to go just like the arbitration. The Astros did what was best for them. They you know they they uh, they they won in that deal, and they're going to do what's best for them until uh, until he he's either locked up long term or or he moves on. I mean, I, look, I think Kyle Tucker's a caliber player, and he's at that point in his career where he's got to go out there and, and he's got to get what the what the market demands. And and I. I'll be honest with you. When I hear Kyle Tucker, I said this a while ago, when I hear Kyle Tucker, I hear a guy saying, I've done all I can for this organization. We've won at a big level. I've produced at a big level. I've stayed healthy. If they want to pay me, they can pay me. If not, I'll move on. I, I get a whole different vibe from when, when Tucker's talking about this next season and do you want to be here long term and, and what about a long term contract and how are things going? I think Tucker's get setting them up to go. Hey, y'all, y'all want to come to play? There's going to be six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams interested in my services. They're going to pay. They're going to pay big money to do it. If the Astros want to come along, they can come along. And I think this is going to push this. This Tucker deal is going to push Crane to potentially make a longer term deal than yeah. maybe we've seen him do, that, make in the past. That's a good point because, like, if we say the second wave of this run. Like the first wave of this runs, like Altuve and Springer and Correa and uh, Bregman. Bregman. Then the second half of the run is now Altuve, Kyle Tucker, Framber, Pena. Like Kyle Tucker is a big part of this no next question. wave. And you said Altuve. I think you meant Alvarez. I mean Alvarez, yeah. excuse me, not Altuve. Alvarez, Jordan. He's a big part of this yeah. next wave. And you're right. Are they going to let somebody walk? Because they have been here recently apprehensive of paying someone. Like, who was the last person they they literally paid market value? Like, what? Like what? Mark, Jordan didn't get market value. I, 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 you can't convince me if he was on the free agent market I mean, that he would have got better, right? Like I, Verlander. Yeah, and I'm talking about before the injury. Yeah. I'm talking about when did he rework his deal when he got here? Yeah, and it, but it had to be. But for him, it was lucky. It was lo- it wasn't long term. Right, right, right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Like maybe Bregman, and I don't even. And I feel like Bregman's is probably Bregman's the the long term deal, a yeah. hundred million dollars were. But I still don't know if that was market value. Right. Maybe you might have to go to Altuve when they signed Altuve. Like that's the last time they they've gone market value. And to the point you're making, like. At some point, they're going to have to do it. And Kyle Tucker, I do not believe Kyle Tucker is going to walk in and pull the Alvarez or pull the – because he doesn't have to. Yeah. So, I think that's a great point you make. Like, this second wave of guys coming, you would think that Tucker – Tucker's going to push it to the limits. Right. Tuck time is coming. Yeah. Tuck time is coming. There you go. When do you think force is going to pop? Don't piss him off. (laughs) 
Don't piss you off. I don't not get I was spit. telling somebody that story this weekend about I those show. You don't get on their show skin? <laughs> call in talking about Force Whitley popping just at 27. Just mention that name and no, show I just, just. I mean, uh. I just thought we were having a serious Astros conversation. <laughs> And then you want to go and pull and start playing games. I felt like you need to smile, bud. He's, he's getting the only thing is, The only thing that's worse than Forrest is that gentleman who's played single A that uh, that Dana Brown had the audacity to mention. Oh, Gilbert? Oh, yeah. Come on, come on now. Hold on, show. Well, hold on, Dana. That's where it should be. Lord Almighty. Big three and three. Number three. All right. Um, the uh, the All-Star weekend, a lot, a, a lot went into – uh, this weekend, including Team Giannis, although he didn't play, and then uh, they defeated Team LeBron, who didn't play in the second half, 184-175. And I will say this, the most Yonner 55 points a person could ever score happened last night. Jason Tatum won the MVP, and he scored 55 points. And I and I, and I know this sounds wild, and it was, was not impressive at all. I mean, it was not. I, I feel like... I feel like every player out there, if they really wanted to, could have just gone and pushed her. There, I mean, when you when I talk about walk in, just walk in threes, layups. Yeah. Like to me, like I, I think it's cool what what uh, Damon Lillard can do, but I mean we're gonna play a real basketball game where you're just pulling up at the at half court, like it just in the middle of just at a possession like that to me like like what are we doing here? Just gonna pull up at half court. Like I just like I said, I've never seen someone score fifty five points and just not be impressed whatsoever. Yeah, you know it, it's it's um, the NBA All Star Game is is I don't know that it'll ever be it'll ever fade to the point of the Pro Bowl in football, obviously. Yeah, no. because there's but but they've got they got to do a better job of to me they got to do a better job. I didn't watch this for the record. But they, they got to do a better job of man because like I think we'll always like I would all I would forever be interested and pay and I'm a very 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 casual NBA fan, but I would for I would go and I would take the time and spend the money to go to an all up close and personal and watch those athletes go up and down the floor full speed for and, and doing the acrobatic things that they can do. But it's like I I won't ever get caught up on all oh, they ain't playing no defense and they, it's just. I can be wowed and in awe of the dudes just sheer that size individuals with that level of athletic ability, but I think they got to keep it tight. No, they got to get. Like, they I, I don't know exactly tight. what that is, but but they let the reins loose too much. Oh, it could turn into a. Uh, I mean, it could turn into just a like you said, half court shot even, show. Yeah, this isn't even a pickup game. Yeah, like I, I watched, I I watched Luca and somebody else cross half court. He's at the free throw line. And I think Jalen Brown was dribbling in, and Luca just didn't take a step past the free throw line. I mean, he wasn't even going to give. I mean, he just open lane for right. a dunk. Like at that that point is right. now. Now I like what they've done with the new rules in terms of they've they've got a a uh, score limit they're trying to reach, and they restart each quarter, and then they keep it, and, and they try to reach that score limit because I think it it gets to a point in the fourth quarter where it's the only time they get intense, like the last five minutes. And, it, and it's almost like a pickup game, like, all right, he's trying to get to 21, and I'm trying to stop you from getting to, to, to 21. And that's been that's been cool when they start playing hard at the end. But this game, the game was so out of reach. Team Giannis was up by so much that it continued to just be like, yeah. let's fool around, man. Let's just let's just have fun. By the way, uh, Mac McClung dominated White boy slam, Mac. the slam dunk contest. And I just, I, I have a take, and this was hard for me, to admit, um, 
you know, you can't be perfect. But I, I think LeBron James has ruined the dunk contest. Why is that? I think, I think a lot of it is his fault. I think he, when he decided as a star early on, I'm not going to do this, I think a lot of people have followed, just followed suit. And now we got a slam dunk contest that, because back in the day, Zion would have competed in this. John Morant would have competed in this. Like Donovan Mitchell, like those three guys, I'm there. I'm in there. I'm in. Now, it all started. Kobe did it. Jordan did it. Like all of the, LeBron was like, nah, I'm good. After Vince, I'm good. Right. And now, like, we need Russell Westbrook didn't do it. D-Wade didn't do it. Like so many guys. Just saying, John Moran has already said, I'm not doing it. I'm never doing it. I think it started with LeBron. I think when LeBron said, nah, I'm good on it. Because I think these guys. Well, that's man of you to admit it. I just I think these guys don't want to be embarrassed. Like I, I think I think the last thing John Morant wants to go out there and lose to Mac McClung. And I think he would. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like I yeah. think, and I and I think he's just more creative. And I think that's I think that's a lot of why these well, guys the, are like the, saying I'm good. The the cool thing is is Mac may have started something. I mean, Mac Mac may have because Mac can hang around in the G League, get brought up the week before the All Star break and go compete in the champion in, in the slam dunk contest, potentially and probably win the damn thing. And, and be a superstar and never play uh, any meaningful minutes in an NBA game or, or for any stretch of, of the amount, right? But you think about it, if, if there's three or four dudes out there running around in the G League that that can just absolutely jump out of the gym. Yeah. I mean, and, and teams are willing to pull them up right before the All-Star break so they represent their teams in this. That, I mean, that would be more entertaining than guys just not doing it. Like, yeah. you give me three Mac McClungs that can that – can, they, they got something to win – I mean, I got some, well, yeah. I mean, nothing's gonna beat LeBron doing it and John yeah. Morant doing it. But you give me you instead of the, the 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 other guys, you give me three dudes that have something to play for. Yeah, I, I, I could entertain. It, it could be entertaining. All right. Speaking of entertaining, we got to see. Uh, we got to see what movie Clint got to watch. Come on. We got to see what ro- romantic comedy. I may, I may crank it up tonight. Uh, do it. Bride. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. I want. We gonna see uh, what you all voted on as Clint has to uh, has to by Friday. Watch a romantic comedy that he's gives us a report about. I cannot wait for this. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. You got the results, Tyler. We did this. We did this Friday. Started a romantic comedy Friday. And Clint has to, uh, and we had so many votes. I mean, we had so many movie suggestions roll through. I mean, the text line went crazy. Trailer rolling and frame text line went crazy when uh, when we were asking for ideas. And the three movies, what were the three movies, Tyler? So the three movies we landed on were Just Married, because uh, Clint mentioned he was a big fan of Ashton Kutcher. That's, and that's what he called it. <laughs> and uh, the other two were When Harry Met Sally and uh, Fifty First Dates. And so what he has to do is he has to watch this by Friday. Mm-hmm. And he has to come back with uh, whichever one you all voted on and won. He's got to give us the uh, the game ball, the MVP of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's let, 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 let's, let's, let's clear that up for me first. Like, like, can I, I'm I'm gonna give away I'm gonna give away who gets the game ball, right? Yeah, the game ball, B- which ultimately is the MVP. The MVP, Just, you're, okay. the best person. Yeah, and then who gets the jock strap? The worst person in the film, probably somebody <laughs> could have done without. That's my favorite one. <laughs> the most underrated character. In the movie, uh, something you change in the movie, something you change, something you don't deal with that. You know, there's some movies, man. There's a couple of scenes that 
you know, you could just do without, or they could have changed. And I mean, I mean, stars you get to move. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I may even watch it twice just so I know I get a real, so I get a really, really good down. feel like for not film. That's just, dedication. Just watching right there. Well, I mean, look, if I'm going to do something, I'm gonna, my wife's going to watch it with me once, and then if I'm going to be put on the spot, I mean, I got to grade the thing out. I can't just throw out grades out there. I can't grade somebody's work and somebody that takes their profession as serious as these actors do half-assed. I, I, got, I, I got to do it. I got to do it full go now. This is this is going to be crazy. Like I can't like. I wonder how hard on it, how hard Clint's going to be on on these these movies. Like, what is he gonna? Yeah. What's he gonna set the precedent at? Like, because to me, I feel like Clint, if it's a five star, like it's got to be a, a, a five star. Like Carl Malone in the, the the dunk contest was just handed out forty fours and forty fives throughout the evening. Like he just only only Mac was the only one who got fifty. You know. I just want how hard Corey's gonna be. Nah, man, I didn't like that man that much. Adam Sandler was out here playing these piddly ass games. Just a three, just a three. I feel like he's going to be really, really tough. <laughs> really. Well, I mean, well, I mean, you wouldn't want me. You wouldn't want me to be, no, want you to be a honest. pushover, would you? No, I want you to be honest. I just, I feel like he's going to be really, really tough on the scoring. All right, who, what's the winner? All right, moment of truth. First week of rom com Fridays with old Clint Sterner. I got bad news, bud. You're what not going to be watching any Ashton Kutcher. Okay, because that finished dead last. Did eight, it really? Yeah, 8% of the vote from the people got uh, just married with Ashton Kutcher. Well, hell. So that's third. Bronze for him. Second place was, uh, it really came down to two. Second place was when Harry met Sally with Damn 38% it. of the vote. And the people, you listening. I, I tried to vote for that twice. They have spoken. Clint, you're going to be watching 50 First Dates for your first assignment. Who's sir. in that one? Adam Sandler. Adam, I like Adam Sandler. Drew Barrymore. It's a really oh, good I, movie. I saw Drew's celebrity uh, IOU the other day. I'm not. She's fallen off a bit, but I'll. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll. Uh, I'll go with that. Hope she's better in that movie. Yeah, that that was a while back. That was in her a, a, good, a good time for her. So it's yeah, not. It, she's been, been kind of she's come road hard and put up wet, man. She, you know, well, she, speaking of, there is a scene in this movie where her uh, her, just, her shirt well, gets a, a little damp. She's a child star, so she's been at this for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was just talking about Hollywood. I wasn't talking about anything perverted. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fifty okay. first date. What's what's the uh, what's the gist of it? Can you give me a can you give me a? So I will I mean, give you. I, a I don't. Know. This is hard. I, I won't. I won't you give anything give it away. Though. Just set the table, man. I won't give it away. But this is a hard one to set the table without giving it away. I'm gonna. Keep All it right. short and sweet. Your premise is this. Adam Sandler's character, he falls in love. But it turns out the woman that he's fallen in love with has a very serious and in some ways debilitating medical issue. And so he has to go find some new uh, new ones? Some brand new, brand new? That's all we're no, going to give you. No, that's all we're gonna, That's good. That, that was good. You were okay. scaring me how far you would go. That, 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 this is a tough movie with it, without just explaining, without just giving yeah. it away. Okay. You'll love it. You think he'll love it? I love my. I think I, you'll like it. I think I like if I'm gonna predict. I think this is this is gonna be a three stars. Really, two to three. I feel like Clint's gonna be hard. I think you'll enjoy it, man. Two to three stars. I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think you're gonna be. I don't think you're gonna go. I, I like it. It's a good movie. I think it's a real good first one to start on. Yes. Has Lo seen it? I, I would be willing to bet a large amount of Half, money she has. Yeah, she's had 50 first dates, huh? 50 first dates, yeah. And as we said Friday, Sean Astin's character is freaking hilarious. You'll love him. Yeah. Got a chance. Got a, got a Looking chance. Looking forward the, to it, boys. In the running for the under, underrated character. Rom-coms with Clint. That's right. Here we go. By the way, uh, Clint, speaking of, of shows, I, I think Tyler is getting close to throwing in the towel. On what? 
I think Tyler's getting close, close to throwing in a towel on Yellowstone. I just, I'm, I'm fine. I could see it in. Yo, I, I mean, could, I, I could hear it in his voice. And sometimes, listen, we've been here. Everybody, everybody right now has a show in which they were hardcore and they were into it. And they liked it, and then you almost had to throw the talent. My favorite show of all time, Atlanta. I've almost, I almost had to throw the towel in in these last couple of seasons. It had, there, there have been some some hard ones to get through. I could see it in Tyler's eyes. You, it happens, it, man, and it sucks. Like, I don't want it to happen. You can't come back to it? At this point, I, I haven't, and I don't see it happening. I, I think the how last... Many, that's, how, that's many, a, that's how many a, episodes have you watched this season? So, going into this new season, we had watched everything, and Megan and I, we watched the second episode of this new season, and we have not returned, and that was weeks and weeks ago. Weeks ago. And it pains me. Has it been a lot it, more than two episodes? It's, it's the level of respect. Or disrespect, should I say, that that kills me with this conversation. I have no problem admitting that Yellowstone's one of my favorite of all time, and I have no problem admitting there's been times when it gets a little far fetched, and there's it is definitely lost a little bit of steam, if you will. So you can admit that. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell everybody that this season is as great as the first season. I mean, I, look, I just I, nowhere, no way, nowhere, no how is it a. I'm not going to finish the season level show at this point in time. You could, so you couldn't throw in the We're talent. talking about a guy that text messages in a group text at 1 a.m. About, about four of the day, seven days a week. So we're, we're not talking about a guy that's got three kids at the house like you, a dog that chews everything up. He's out, though. And, and what? He's out. I, that's, I know. That's what it sounds like. That's just, what I'm saying. That level said in of my disrespect ear. is unacceptable. He just said in my ear, it's not just this season when it started going down. Yeah, it's because it started going downhill like a season, season and a half ago. I, I agree. It started out hot. It had some huge moments, season one and maybe even season two. And it, it slipped, and it's it slipped over time. But it's we're still, we're talking about it's still tenfold more watchable than 95% of stuff that's out there. Somebody texted in and said, Clint, it's just dragging on right now. I, oh, I, and I, I agree. There's There is... There's a drag. Like, are you still to looking? Me, are you still looking forward to it every yes, every yeah, week? Yeah, 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 absolutely. See, no question. I lost that. Like, and I, I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I, I wish what, I didn't. I tell you what it did. It did. It. What Yellowstone is doing is what is what. I, in my opinion, all shows that garner so much attention so quickly do. They start. They start shrinking the amount of of content that's actually in the movie and expanding the commercial breaks. Trying to draw it out, so there's less action per episode. The commercials are longer, so it, it, it's a drag. It gets to a drag, but that happens to all great shows. I think. Again, the, the level of disrespect, disrespect is my problem. If you don't, it's, it's not. It's not, man. I can't do it no more. No, it, it's not. A, I'm not going to make it a point to head to the house tonight and watch the next episode of Yellowstone. It's still that level of show. Do you no think question. you'll have a decision to make after the season? No, as long as You're Yellowstone's in. on, especially if Matthew McConaughey joins in some way, shape, or form. Hell yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I I I, I hear you, Tyler. I, I got there the same way with Team Mom. I just had to throw in the towel. Well, that's that's that speaks <laughs> then, for itself. Team just, Mom. Uh-huh. Like, and there ain't no there ain't no planet that Yellowstone should be on the same level as just, Team Mom. Okay, listen, to be clear, Clint, I am not putting Yellowstone. I'm just saying, no, I mean I'm not saying I'm in their different mean, shows. I'm just telling you I've got the experience where you are, Tyler. <laughs> I mean, I tried I drug out fifteen fifteen seasons deep. And this new one, man, I just Jesus. I had to throw it in. Yeah, look, anybody that's watched 15 seasons it. of Teen Mom, any grown man that's watched 14 and a half seasons of Teen <laughs> Great, Mom, man. 
Your, his opinion of Yellowstone Amber does not count. Amber and Gary. Oh, like, I don't, I don't know Yellowstone. I could, it didn't drag me after the second episode. It couldn't bring me back in. All right, Clint, we, we, we got a job for you because. I've got a job now. Boy, this is fun. What, what is this? Just. Uh... Uh, yeah, yeah, we're putting you to work, <laughs> damn it. All right. You make the most. You get, you're going you're gonna to get put to work. We need you to be the inner Chaz McCormick. Oh, okay. I like that. Chaz McCormick, I, like this kind of part. I believe, is lying with what he said to the media. Flat out lying. And I want Clint to, to tell us exactly what he is actually meaning. We'll discuss that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Listen, um, I, 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 understand, I understand what Chaz McCormick is trying to do here, fellas. We talked about it Friday when we heard the news. Dusty Baker uh, is not willing to just just say, oh, Jazz McCormick is my starter. You read my face? I know. I can read it. And your lips. Uh, East Sanders competition had the audacity to mention Jake Meyer's name. And then Dana Brown, the general manager, starts bringing up people who's only played in single A. As a, hey, I'm challenging him to go get that job. That's just what Chaz McCormick's in here. And, like, listen, Clint has been as annoyed about this situation with Chaz McCormick for going on a couple of years now. And, that, hell, that pissed me off, to be honest with you, for Chaz. I'm like, my goodness. Now, I, I didn't think he was going to have to deal with this this year. I thought he'd at least get the first half of the season before maybe they try to replace him at the trade deadline if he did, if he wasn't, you know, uh, not holding his, holding his own. But, they, I mean, they're coming right from the jump. White boy Chaz then spoke and and I think he's lying and 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 Clint I, I just want to play this first all the way through and I want you to listen to this Clint I want you I want you to be thinking through this and then Tyler I want to go through this again I want to stop this in segments because I need Clint who nobody I believe has the inner uh the inner Chaz McCormick the the inner white boy Chaz like Clint Sterner has it. Like, I, I think Clint can really say, but this is this is Chaz McCormick responding to responding to the statements of Dusty Baker and Dana Brown talking about competition in center field. He's right. He's right. I mean, I got to earn my spot. I haven't proved myself as a as a starter yet. But tuning my first two years, and he's right. You know, there's there's a lot of competition, and there's a lot of good outfielders in this organization. So, you know, I think a little over the time, I've been a little inconsistent, and that's a goal of mine this year is to be more consistent. And uh, there there's a lot of good good outfielders in this organization, and I need to be ready to play. What are we doing here? Come on, Chaz, man. I mean, I understand taking the high road, but. My God. I mean, my God. All right. I, Look, I, 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 feel, I feel for my boy. I've said this before. I think it's BS. I, I think there's, there's – um, he's, he's earned more respect than, than what he's getting. If, you want, if the Astros wanted to upgrade in center field, I'm the first one that said, you want to upgrade in center field, there's an opportunity to do it. Go sign somebody. Go get a name in here. Get somebody that brings more to the table. That's fine. I, I, that, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm not – I don't think I'm – I don't think I'm crazy with my my trust, my faith, my my belief in in white boy Chaz. I don't believe I am, show. No, but that I, ain't what the Astros have chosen to do. No. So you go into the spring training. They chosen to run it back at the at yep. that spot. Yeah, well, and it seems to be clear if they're running it back. All right. 
Let's let's try it again. Start start this out here because I need Clint to tell me what he, how he really feels. He's right. He's right. I mean, I got to earn my spot. I haven't proved myself as a as a starter yet. He's right. Look, I guess two fifty on a damn merry go round, platooning in center field ain't enough. Two thirty in the in the playoffs and great catches off the damn wall in clutch moments. I guess it ain't enough for Dusty and Odana Brown, ODB, okay, for me to earn the spot. So they're right. They're right. I mean, if those numbers in that performance ain't good enough, then I, I, I guess they're right. I mean, there's an imprint of his body. On the ground. Should be a T-shirt. In, in Philadelphia. Should be a T-shirt. I guess if making catches off the center field wall that should be put on the front of a damn T-shirt ain't good enough around here to uh, to put Jake Myers and Dubon and, and Siri and some. Yeah. Siri's not even here. Come yeah. on, man. Platooning my first two years, and he's right. You know, there's, there's a lot of competition, and there's a lot of good outfielders in this organization. So, Look, I've been platooning with guys that can't hold my jock. I mean, we're talking about guys that can't even stay in the big leagues. Look, I, I, I know – I know that we have some damn good outfielders here in this organization. But guess what? They're all corner outfielders. I'm the guy in center field. Okay, man. What, 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 is, what is Chad talking about? There's some other good, good outfielders in the organization. Hey, he, he play, he's playing the right card. I would have tested him. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Name him. You know, I think a little over the time I've been a little inconsistent, and that's a goal of mine this year is to be more consistent. And uh... look, again, I guess showing up in the biggest moments ain't enough for Dusty Baker, and I guess it's not enough for for Dana Brown. I want to okay, reiterate, man. it's been not been enough to not only earn the starting job, but put guys like Jake from Rake Farm and Dubon, who is Verlander's pop fly center fielder, to bed. I don't Mix think, is all nervous. I don't think Jake deserves wake rank for him anymore. I just don't. I, <laughs> I don't think he deserves that anymore. There, there's a lot of good, good outfielders in this organization, and I need to be ready to play. I'm gonna be ready to play any way it goes, but I'm gonna tell y'all one more time. I'm gonna tell you suckers one more time. The great outfielders in this organization, they're corner <laughs> outfielders. They're not named Jake Rake. I almost said Jake Rakefield. They're, they're, they're not. Who's that? Wakefield, isn't it? Yeah. They're not named Jake Myers. They're okay, not named man. Dubon. And this young punk out of Knoxville, he shouldn't even be in the conversation when you're talking about white boy Chaz. I'm your damn center fielder, but I'm going to play y'all's game because you're the World Series champion. We're looking, we're ready to reign. And I'm a team player. So I'm going to ride with this, but y'all know y'all are dead ass wrong for treating me like this. I really feel like that's how he believes. Have I you just, seen him yet here today? Because I, I don't buy it. I, I, watched, I watched the video and everything. I don't buy any of this from him. There are other good outfielders <laughs> in the organization. What's he talking about? Leon? Is that what he's talking about? The other great outfielders in the organization. Like, for me, like you said, that punk kid from Knoxville who may be really good. Yeah, Gilbert he's probably going to be pretty damn good. But now, but, but come on, man. Y'all can't bring his name up there. Nah, man. I mean, that that's worse than Jake. Well, that's, that's the one that would have sent me over the edge. I give it to you. That's man. one when you're the old starter and you're just like you're watching guys take your reps and practice. Whether it's whether it's spring training game, you know, a, a game at spring training. I mean, somebody getting your at bats like that really just got, has to grind your gears. Jake, that's fine. You know, even Dubon, that's fine. But man, when it's when, when some kid in camp that's a last year's first rounder, they never pissed a drop in the bigs. When he starts getting your run in camp. And the general manager's talking about pushing him to take to take the job. That that one cuts a little deep. To be fair, 
Oh, I'm sorry. Here from the trailer wheel and frame text line. One huge effing catch in the playoffs, and you think he should be given the starting spot? No, I mean, I, look, not I, just off the catch. I mean, here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. You're, you're talking about a guy that had the fifth best OPS in the in the playoffs last year. Hit 230. Hit well above his eight hole where he was where he's hitting. Well above it. This in this lineup, this is nothing to turn your nose up at. You know, he hit 250. And 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 made plenty of plays in center field uh, when he was when JJ Matajevic was getting kept on the roster and he was getting sent down to sent back to Sugarland and then all of a sudden when he is up here he's having to rotate through with Jake Myers who 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 clearly um, is not the guy uh, and, and then he's getting sat down and having to watch from the damn bench because Dubon is a better pop fly guy supposedly the disrespect is real with White Boy Chaz. And he and he's he he has earned, he has earned for the organization to have confidence in him, give him the position, have confidence in him, make him the front runner, and then hey, if you make a, a splash move to upgrade, so be it. But in the time time being, like we we surely we can't we're not going to watch guys, we're not going we're not going to watch another another platoon center field, are we? Well, that I, I think that's a big part. Like somebody on the text line said, to be fair. Uh, Chaz did did get to sit down last year. He should go in as a starter, but Chaz is right. He's been inconsistent. Can I can I say this though? Uh, all I know is baseball. This is a sport of routine, right? We play every day. You get you get a certain amount of bats. You know the comfort level of being in there or whatever. Could we could we maybe think a little bit of his inconsistency goes towards the fact that he can go? hit two doubles in a game to lead the season off and then sit on the bench the next day? Can we go to the fact that he doesn't know when he comes to the park if he's going to be in the – I bet you in the playoffs he didn't know every day. And we felt like it was pretty obvious that his name was going to be in it. I think a little bit of his inconsistency, and I'm not saying that that, that Chaz is going to be like, like one of the top bats on this on this team, but I think a fair a fair thought of that his inconsistencies come because of the inconsistent amount of playing time he gets. Yeah, like he like him playing baseball in center field and getting and playing twice a week or three times a week or not knowing. I think that that adds to his inconsistency. Well, and at some point the games start kind of weighing on you, right? And I'm not talking about the 162. I'm talking about the silly stuff with Dubon and and the silly stuff. Like just just make. I mean. He's he's the best center fielder that you have. There, there's with him in center field. There's nobody else on this roster that you're putting out there that's better defensively. They're not faster. They don't have better arms. They don't cut. Co- they don't. They don't cover more ground. They don't have better feel for the the stadiums, if you will. At least not um, good enough to keep him off. They they don't have the the. They don't. They're not any better at the potential great catch, which I know I know that none of that really 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 matters. It's one or two catches a year, but but it, like no. At some point, that has to weigh in on you. Like I'm, I'm hot. Like you said, it streaks. I'm hot right now. I'm seeing it well, and 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 Dusty's fixing to put me on the bench so Dubon can play center field for Verlander. I think last year opening day, I'm pretty sure he hit two doubles against the Angels and then went right to the bench <laughs> after a day off in between it. Went right to the bench. <laughs> like, yeah, was, that, was, I mean, I don't know, man. I I just I just I, I'm being serious here. I know we had a little fun with it. Uh, I love that song, by the way, when you put it behind uh, behind the, the, the white boy Chaz talk. There, there you go. Ooh, yay. Like, the one thing we said at the end of the year was, if he gets to come out, no, all right, I'm the center fielder. 
I'm getting at bats every day. Like, yeah. this, like I'm going to be the way that Pena got to. I'm going to be in there every day. I, I, I think you see a more comfortable, a more settled down, a potentially better one. And I think you get to really see the real whatever he is. And yeah. I think he's at least earned that. Yeah. I, I I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, we're talking about a guy earning a center field spot when the, when the the best the, the other guys are 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 utility guys at best, and then and then you're talking about the eight hole hitter. I mean, I think he's, yeah. <laughs> I think he's earned that. There you go from the text line. Heaven, heaven forbid a championship team makes players earn their starting spot every season. I, I think he's earned it. I, I got I got a question. I think he yeah. Who, who who's Who's out there earning a position? I mean, what am I? Is Brantley and Alvarez competing? Huh? I don't think so. I mean, Altuve, Bregman, the only, the only Pena. The did Pena only have one. to go out there and earn his position, or, yeah. or, or did he get handed the position and say, "Good luck, young fella. Let's go do work." I think so. I or did they say, "Oh, Hensley, hey, we're gonna rotate you with Hensley." I know you just hit two bombs yesterday. We're gonna be, let Hensley get a little yeah. short. Come Maldonado, on, man. Maldonado has sniffed two hundred. Come on, in man. Years he ain't earned, he hadn't earned had to earn a damn thing. <laughs> okay, man. Come on, man. You know that ain't how this thing's working. What you got coming up at the four? Well, we've got uh, – I got bad news for you, show. I got bad news for you on the Texans' front. I just don't think there's any way in hell that uh, that the Texans are getting their hands on uh, on Bryce Young. I just I just don't see it happening. And I, I got, I, I'll got tell you about the – Well, damn. I'll give you a good reason for that when we come back, and we'll, we'll discuss. And, and uh, just got a bad feeling about it, man.